Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary and me, Ron Rains, where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Do what's best for your kid and for yourself because if you can't take care of yourself, you're definitely not going to be able to take care of that kid and that's not fair. And I know that my daughter will be well taken care of with them. Don't have an abortion. Give this child a chance. All I could think about was needing to save my son. My name is Kelly Rourke-Scary. I am the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and creator of the You Before Me campaign. I have a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. I was adopted at the age of three days, born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with my birth mother in 2007. I have worked in the adoption field for over 15 years. And I'm Ron Raines. I've worked in radio since 1999. I was the co-host of two successful morning shows in Prescott, Arizona. Now I work for my wife, who's an adoption attorney, and I'm able to combine these two great passions and share them on this podcast. Happy Christmas. Merry Christmas, guys. Merry Christmas. It's the holidays. It is, and we could not let today go by without having a Christmas episode. Yeah, definitely. It won't be a long episode today because, you know, we're on holiday too. Yes, (laughs) but we wanted to make sure that we said Merry Christmas to all of our listeners and talked a little bit about adoption and Christmas. And for those of you that are celebrating, we want to celebrate with you. And for those of you that are having a difficult time with Christmas this year, we want to make sure we're with you as well. Absolutely. So... In looking at Christmas, the first thing that comes to my mind anyway is Christmas trees. Yeah, well, it's definitely an image, you know, that symbol of the holiday. And when, and I love Christmas trees, first of all. Mm-hmm. I love real ones. Ours is fake. But I love real Christmas trees. I love the smell of the them. The smell, indeed. The mess. Do you love that? The Not dropping so of the pine needles. <laughs> no. You know, we used to use tinsel when I was a kid mm. on all of our Christmas trees. And that is like a static nightmare. Right. Now, I can see using tinsel and the icicle things on a a real tree, but when you do it on a fake tree, it is a nightmare because you're trying to put the thing away and get all this stupid stuff off it for next year, and you may not want to decorate it the same next year. (laughs) Exactly. So once you have tinsel, you will forever have tinsel. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, You know, and when we talk about Christmas trees, you know, I I always tell myself, okay, this year I'm going to have the the beautiful Macy's-esque Christmas tree. And then every year I look at the handmade ornaments from my kids from the time they were one and two. And I can't do it. (laughs) I can't have the Macy's Christmas tree. Macy's doesn't have that on there. No. Right. They don't. They have, you know, the bows and the matching bulbs and ours looks like... We found every bulb from 1980 until now and just <laughs> threw them on the tree. And, you know, every child's ornament that they've made. And it's beautiful. Absolutely. It's more beautiful in a, in a weird way. Yeah. It is. I mean, while the other one seems aesthetically perfect. It is. The one that's actually made by the hands that you love. It is. Is the one that's more beautiful. And I have, to, I have to share a quick funny story that makes me look like a terrible mom. Which we all have our, what I call, bad mommy moments. Absolutely. And this is a bad mommy moment that I am confessing on air. <laughs> when my oldest daughter, Michelle, was three, she made this ornament at preschool where it was like a, a circle uh, on construction paper. And then what they did is they glued pretzels around to make a wreath and they okay. interweaved ribbon. 
through the pretzels. It looked okay. beautiful. Cool idea, right. Right. Maybe three or four days before Christmas that year, uh, we'd already hung the ornament on the tree. Mm-hmm. And it was probably 6.30 in the morning. And my daughter came and said, you know, Mommy, I'm hungry for breakfast. And I was so tired, I couldn't get out of bed. And I said, okay, just give me five more minutes. And I played the five more minute game for right. probably a half an hour. <laughs> okay. And, you know, I was awake enough that I was watching her, making sure she was okay, but not really alert enough to notice that she was eating her ornament. So, <laughs> she was hungry. Yes. And by the time I realized it, she'd eaten, she'd nibbled on it because there was ribbon. So it wasn't like she could just pull the pretzels off. Right. She was actually eat, it looks like a rat started eating around Nibbling it. Nibbling around it. And it is a reminder to me every year. I hang it on the tree. It's a little bit like my albatross, um, just to remind myself to take that moment and and take care of the kids. Yes, you know, when you, kids. even when you're tired and and they're hungry, hard to get up because you oh. don't want them eating their ornaments. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love it. Good job. All right, so Christmas trees are our kind of our focus in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And a Christmas tree is very uh, representative of a triangle. Right. Which... That's uh, the image, kind of the long, tall triangle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so if, as we look at the Christmas triangle, in my mind, it reminds me of the triad. Triangle, triad. Right. So the birth mother, the adoptive parents, and the adoptive child. Exactly. In whichever order you want to put them. It doesn't yeah, matter. Exactly. Yeah. So I thought that when we discussed Christmas today, we would talk a little bit about the highs and lows of Christmas and the holiday season for the adoption triad. Okay, very good. So for the adoptee, I would say from personal experience, Christmas was and is always a blast. Mm -hmm. It is always a time for me that is celebratory. It's just, it's just full of, of excitement, um, I I would recommend to families that have adopted children to make sure that if you adopt an older child or you do an international adoption, that you include the child immediately in the family traditions. And okay. for those that are adopted at birth or just decide this is the time we're going to start doing everything correctly or we're going to start making sure we check every box and dot every right. I. This help, is the year. Yeah, this is the year. <laughs> uh, help your child create memorial keepsakes. Remember that all families are different. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. Make, you know, one thing that you can do that's fun is to make your own family advent calendar. And behind each box, you can put like a different cultural item for each one if you have adopted internationally. Certainly. Uh, Another thing that would be fun to do is if you're doing a Christmas picture and you have different cultures in your home is to have each of those children represent those cultures maybe through their clothing or something they're holding right but that was kind of some kind of symbol yeah that's kind of fun heritage another fun thing is to create personalized stockings with Mm -hmm. you know let your child help make their own stocking and i think that's kind of fun and it's fun whether you're adopted or not you know for the kids that's right getting to create something for yourself it is and not only that you know, you can make ornaments that are non-edible and, you know, make <laughs> Not sure that you... related? Okay, fair enough. <laughs> make sure that you prevent yourself from ever having a Macy's Christmas right. tree. Um, but you will have... Because nobody's eating the, macromo- the macaroni ones, no, right? Yeah. No, no. No, they'd be the dentist <laughs> on Christmas if they were doing that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, for the birth parents out there, the first year may be the hardest mm-hmm. as the first of anything usually are 
Right. As a new birth mother, people may have told you this is going to be a hard time. You may, you know, be prepared to be sad. Don't, don't take that for what it's worth. Mm -hmm. If you're sad, you're sad. And if you're not, you're not. You don't have to make sure that you are feeling a certain way because that has been pushed on you. Mm -hmm. Find your own feelings. And if you do need help or you need things to help lift your spirit, and you have an open adoption, reach out to your child. Make arrangements in advance to spend time with your child. Send a gift or card. I know we have at our agency lots of of birth mothers that have placed previously that will come and bring gifts for us to, to send to their families. Even if your child is too young to know that it's Christmas and you want to make something for them that they can look back on as they get older and as they're Mm -hmm. growing up, it would be fun to make them an ornament that they could have for each year of their life. And when they're old enough to understand about adoption and the loving choice that you made, they can look back at the ornaments that you made every year. Another thing that might help is to ask the adoptive parents for a photo. Uh, Write a letter to the child. Again, every Mm -hmm. year, even if they're so young now, that doesn't mean that the adoptive family can't put them aside. And the kid can read what it a gift. later. You know, say you're 15, 16 years old and you go through that box and go, wow, my birth mom always loved me just as much as my adoptive mom. Right. Because or, she does. Right, exactly. And I can tell you that if I had an album to go back through where wow. I could read it, that would mean the world to me. That I'm would sure. be the best gift ever. So I'm, again, one of those many reasons why it's so great that Adoptions are becoming more and more open through the years. So, yeah, I agree. Agree. Another thing that birth parents can do is to keep a journal. Because next year and the year after that and the year after that, studies show, and from the women that I've spoken with, it does get easier. Mm-hmm. And you you learn how to appreciate and respect yourself even more. Yeah. You also learn how to further find peace in your decision. Surrounding yourself with family members and friends is helpful because it keeps you distracted. Mm -hmm. Uh, Connecting with other birth mothers, reaching out to a counselor if you need to, start a new project. I think volunteering and giving back always helps. When you're really struggling with depression or you're grieving and you force yourself to get out of bed and to, to start living life again, volunteering and helping somebody else really, really makes a difference. For both of you, the person you're helping and yourself. The holidays are a time for giving. So volunteering, again, is really a good way of paying it forward. Right. And it it just makes you feel like, wow, I'm doing something positive. I'm doing something good. Just like with the adoption. It's the same same philosophy. Same mindset. Yeah, you're, you're giving. And that is what a birth mother does is she's a giver. There you go. Remind yourself about the reasons you placed. And really make sure that you take time to just celebrate you. Mm Mm-hmm. Because you're the reason that the adoptive family is having the Christmas that they're having. And you're the reason that your child is going to have the amazing life that you want your child to have. And the opportunities that you may not be able to afford. Yeah. And for you adoptive parents out there, if you're currently in the adoption process and you're in the waiting process and you're having a hard time because it's the holidays and there's lots of... Pictures of families mm-hmm. and movies about families and Christmas time. And you feel like, I'm just waiting for my family. Yes. Right. When is it going to happen? Yeah. When is it my turn? Try not to focus all of your energy during this time on adopting. Mm-hmm. Take an adoption, time out, vacation. You know what? Have 
a happy Christmas before the adoption finalizes. Yes. Because the next Christmas is probably going to be really busy and very stressful. So enjoy it. Enjoy it. Count the blessings that you have now. Focus on the positives that are going on in your life. Mm -hmm. And reach out. There's so many support groups out there for other adoptive parents that are waiting. And they're probably struggling just like you. If you have adopted and you have an open adoption with your child's birth parents, remember them and honor them during this season. Consider sending a handprint or a footprint of your child or creating an ornament for their Christmas tree. Okay. Make sure you include them by sending them a holiday card. Maybe if you have a very open adoption, you'd be comfortable inviting them to participate. Enjoy Christmas with us or the holidays. Yeah. Uh, Make sure you schedule a Skype or FaceTime. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, if they if they do send a gift for the child, make sure that you send a picture back to them of the child with the gift. Send a text on Christmas morning at minimum. Uh, make sure that you record a holiday message for, for your birth parents. Uh, encourage your child, if your child is able to write a letter, to share that with the birth family. Maybe send a copy of their, their Santa list. Very good. Before you mail it to Santa. Uh, also make sure that you are open with your child and you talk to them about the birth family and any traditions that they may have shared with you Mm -hmm. and what they do and even take it a step further and incorporate those traditions into your own family traditions so that you can respect and honor the child's birth parents or if you adopted internationally and they have customs in their country, maybe do that as well. Right. Um, I think I, I think sending the birth parents, if if you're able to, maybe a little miniature tree that you and the child decorated for them to have uh-huh. would just mean the world. And I think that this is a time to really show your appreciation and love. For what they did for you. Because they're the reason that mm-hmm. your family is what it is today. So I think these are just some things that you can do uh, to help celebrate Christmas and the beautiful holiday that it is. And... From us to you, we hope all of you have a safe holiday. Absolutely. An amazing holiday. You enjoy whatever perspective you are looking at adoption from. And we hope that um, you'll stay with us in the upcoming episodes and through the new year. Very good. All right. So Merry Merry Christmas. We have a pregnancy crisis hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112, or you can call our toll-free number 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and started on creating an Arizona adoption plan or give you more information. You can check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com. Thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption, written and produced by Kelly Rourke Scary and edited by me, Ron Rains. If you enjoy this podcast, rate and review us wherever you listen to podcasts. And as always, thanks to Grapes for letting us use their song I Don't Know as our theme song. Join us next time for Birth Mother Matters and Adoption. For Kelly Rourke Scary, I'm Ron Rains, and we'll see you then.